0: Good morning, morning millennials. millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Hope everyone had a great Monday. Not as good as mine because I rose groaned and got
1: annihilated on Twitter by the Miley Cyrus stands. Just a regular day for me here at the morning toast. Yeah, things they got crazy yesterday. They came for the comment section. They came for the DMs. I even got a little uh, debris. What did they say about you? They <laughs> said something. They like, also, I just want to say, the Miley stands are like really violent. I no sometimes violence is the answer that's
0: what someone tweeted at me that's actually really funny (laughs) yeah they were being funny honestly i didn't mind you like they're protecting their girl i respect it we're all entitled to our opinions but i just have to say the overwhelming amount of people that call me fat was so i kind of miss that no because people have been calling me so much worse in the past couple years they like forgot i was fat So I was just so happy because it's, like, so obvious, you know? No, but, like, know? it's
1: really surprising that the Miley stans, like, on their moral high ground are fat phobic and resort to violence. <laughs> this is what, this is a DM I received. Your podcast fucking sucks, by the way. I'd flatten that ugly mud of yours if I ever saw it in the street. <laughs> <laughs> so don't mention Miley again. Wait, I also screensh-
0: I also screenshotted some. That's so funny. They were being so insane. I, like, lived for it. Okay, but wait.
1: they were mostly directed at you because I rewatched the segment and I really didn't say much no, about me. Miley because you were just here's one
0: ugly white bitch instead of criticizing the wonderful miley cyrus you should be worrying about losing weight fat (laughs) fix that double chin before speaking out against a legend someone else ho and fat someone else no talent ugly fat bitch um miley cyrus is a legend and you a fat (laughs) no i was kind of living for it smizers. we see you i respect the hustle and the clear um surplus of time that you have on your What's hands so
1: crazy is that if my life had gone in just like a different direction I don't know at what point I veered off this track but like I would have been one of those smizers dming you
0: no I know like remember when you literally like weren't in top shop and you saw Miley Cyrus and like your whole world came crashing no, down I
1: was the number one smizer of all time I don't know of a bigger Miley fan than me like back in the day so I guess if I cont- continued on that path like I would be at be DMing people like calling them a fat a fat maybe um but instead I'm here that's good and I think this is where
0: I'd rather be life just you know is constantly throwing tangents and veers and
1: I'm also disappointed in the Miley stands because when the BTS stands came for us like they gave us so much irrelevant uglies like The BTS stands came for us, and you know what? I kind of wish they came back for us
0: because they don't even know how full circle we've come. Like, we were trashing BTS because they thought they should be nominated for a Grammy, and I thought they were insane. But now after Dynamite, like, I fully agree. Like, that is a Grammy-worthy song, and it seems like the Grammys are going out of their way to, like, not even acknowledge BTS's existence. And
1: now I understand why the BTS stands like, are upset about that and also upset at us for, for perpetuating for propagating that narrative 100 percent. so actually I would
0: really love to hear back from the BTS fans letting them know like we've changed and you were right um but I, I'm gonna stand my ground on what I said about Miley but I do want the smisers to know like I'm a huge Miley fan as well um you can keep calling me fat that's totally fine because you're not like 100% wrong and we see each other and you know maybe we will meet again And we can agree. Maybe we'll meet again
1: the next time Miley's on SNL. So, just like a few weeks. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was like a fun little treat. I was so busy yesterday, booked and busy, like back to being back to back to back. It was just so crazy. We recorded The Redheads last night. Really hysterically funny episode. Like, the book is really cute and good, but there's not like that much substance to to dissect. So, we were just like off the rails. It was hysterical. New episode drops on Thursday, and you don't want to miss it. Oh. And it's never too late to become a redhead. It's not. Mm-mm. I know you might think that it is. No, I just assumed. Like, we've done seventeen episodes, so many books, but you can jump right in at any time. Only seventeen episodes. I think that this was our eighteenth. We do. Has it one hasn't a been month. a year? It's been. Oh wait, a oh, my year. God, that was change. the
0: dumbest thing I ever said. I was thinking weeks. I'm like fifty two weeks. You've only done seventeen.
1: No, one. No, a month. so more than a year. It's been more than a year, and there was two months where we did bi-weekly episodes oh right okay wow that's crazy crazy but it's still it's never too late to join I announced my pick for the next redhead I was going to do a classic but I made the decision to just take you on the journey that I'm on and I just chose the next book that was on my want to read list like which was Oh, should I give everyone a, It hasn't come out yet because the episode's on Thursday. Oh, no, 30%. sorry. I forgot the episode's on out. I don't know. Out. I kind of like want to give it away because give also... exclusive. People like lost a week of reading because we pushed it back and that's not fair for me to do to you. Tell them. So we are reading The American Duchess, the story of Consuelo Vanderbilt by... Oh, you told me about this one. Karen Harper, I believe. Love that. Yeah, so sneak peek. The Anderson
0: Cooper of it all. Yes. How How is Anderson Cooper related to Consuelo?
1: That we shall find out. Like oh, okay. Consuelo's relation to Gloria. To Gloria, right. Yeah. I think one of
0: the craziest like fun facts about pop culture that I think a lot of people forget about is that Anderson Cooper is a Vanderbilt. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I forget all the time. I, I forget again. I forget all the time. I actually forget all the time how like most people in Hollywood are there by nepotism. And I'm actually, I'm not one of those people who like despises nepotism. Like as someone who like has a lot of sisters, like I, and if I got like a movie job, I would give them a role as well. But you just forget that like everyone is someone something. I was thinking last night I I had literally forgotten. I forget who it was that this person was, like, someone's daughter. And I'm like, wow, really everyone in Hollywood? It's just, like, a big incest. I wonder who you were thinking of. I know. I couldn't remember. Whatever. But that was, like, when that article came out about girls, how, like, people didn't realize the four characters on Girls, like, every single one of their parents was, like, a famous artist or writer or something that ultimately led to them being on that show. Yeah. It's just
1: kind of crazy. That is really crazy. You and see. my life
0: is kind of crazy.
1: <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. It's sounds Hi. Like-
0: I'm, and my life is kind of, oh, hi, it's a TikTok sound. Well, yeah. I literally spend so much time on TikTok. Hi, I'm Ryan. And my
1: life is kind of crazy. I remember that. You do? I Because I, that sound is from like that MTV Pandemic. show. Oh. Right? Oh, no, when like two people like look like each other and then.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I did the trend when Vinny and um, Snooki had a baby. That was me.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Whose baby are you? Jessica Chastain and um, Ron from...
1: <laughs> and whose baby are you? Mean and meaner?
0: No, I just said Snooki and wow No, Jessica, calling your mom Jessica Chastain. Like, how nice am I?
1: Ron Weasley, really? He's is redhead. Where, is that where you're going with it? Oh, sorry. Okay, Prince Harry. Is
0: that better? No. No. Yeah, no No. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> um, we have a great show for you guys. Before we dive in, I have to give a little update on my bull Type journey. Okay. I watched so I was the least productive piece of shit slob ever yesterday. I watched so much bull Type. So much happened. Spoiler alert they all went to Paris and then Richard showed up and like it was honestly like too much for me I was like screaming I was just so excited I love Sutton the characters have really started to shift for me because I always loved Sutton and I loved Kat and I hated Jane honestly that hate is now kind of transferring to Kat she's just like so all over the place and like she's not really focusing on her job she's running for city council which is great but like You have a job to do. You know, you're the director of the department, you know? Um, But then there's a lot of, you know, changes going on at Scarlet. Like, Jacqueline is, like, kind of being pushed out by Patrick. So there's just a lot going on, and I'm, like, living for it. But I really, I could use so much more Sutton. It's disgusting. In your opinion, who was, like, the main character of the show? Jane. I felt that way in the
1: beginning, but honestly, I feel like it's not anymore. Well, I think that now, like, the tides have turned because everybody loves Sutton so much. But I don't know why I just feel like it's Jane. Yeah, like because I feel like Jane has like the storyline that of the protagonist, whereas like Sutton and Cat, their storylines are just written like it's not their supplemental. Story. Yeah,
0: no, it's a frustrating because it should be the Sutton show. Of course, she needs a spinoff. But I'm happy. I really uh, actually like. Kat jane and pinstripe together i think they're cute and i just like i know something bad is gonna go wrong like with richard and Sutton, like it's too good to be true i feel like richard dies or something like every time he's like on screen i'm like oh my god thank god you're still alive like i'm putting so many of my eggs in richard's basket and he just like wants to move to connecticut and have a family with sutton but like she's such a go-getting career gal and he's gonna wait for her so like i don't know what's gonna go wrong but like i know something is and i'm just really
1: upset about it just enjoy it Okay. Don't worry about it. The only thing you need to worry about with Richard, because he's Mr. Cancel Your Show, is that... (laughs) Oh, somebody DM me that the upcoming season is the final season. It might be. But, like, I like when it's a final season that was planned to be the final season. I know, but, like, a show like The Bold Type is so not serious, it could just go on forever. Like, it doesn't even matter. But then it gets stupid and bad. Like, let's be intentional about the ending. And then we can, like, everyone gets a happy ending.
0: I also really like two more things about the show. The first is, I like that a lot of the, like, extra characters who, like, were irrelevant have become more... like um prominent prominent thank you that's the word and you just love seeing their development like Oliver is everything Sutton's boss the second thing I like yeah and the second thing I like is that I feel as though they tackle you know difficult issues for the modern gal in a very relatable way like when they had that whole episode about Sutton's gun that was like so random and out of the blue and I was like (laughs) what the fuck but I thought they made like really interesting points about the whole thing and it was like it was Uh, very interesting conversation
1: yeah I agree I forgot about that episode but when I watched it I thought the same thing like there's a whole episode about Sutton's gun yeah (laughs) Uh, Betsy
0: (laughs) and then that other episode where that girl goes viral for writing a piece in the New Yorker about like how she was pressured into um, sex by this guy Jeff and it turns out that Jeff spoiler alert is Alex from The Office, the um the guy who kissed Sutton in the first yes, season? Yes, And he wrote a rebuttal about how like men need to do better. So I just think they really tackle like very awkward like issues in a modern way.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a great show. I'm like living for it. I'm so so glad. I it's the best thing
0: that like, you ever gave me, like deadass. It's second to your Kindle.
1: Wow, second. Yeah, of course the Kindle's number one. Kindle's Unlimited number one. books, like you could literally read anything that's ever been written. Right. So like backwards. I'm
0: honestly mad at you for giving me the bull type because there's only four seasons with ten episodes
1: that's it's robust
0: no 10 episodes is nothing it's robust no it's nothing and they're not even full hours they're 42 minutes because they're on cable i
1: think it's quite robust but that's just me um i caught up on the long shot with bethany and it's called the big shot (laughs) (laughs) and like again same quandaries like for me it's just maloxy like period maloxy or bust maloxy is the winner Everyone that they keep bringing in is—it's not even like they're bringing in people who are better than the original group. They're bringing in like the people who were eliminated from the original group, like Brody, the B team. But S- weren't you happy to see her hire Corey because he really was like a nice, well-meaning, hardworking guy, but just not fit for this role. Yes, but like, and now Bethany, it's like we are reminded of who Bethany is, where it's like she's so tough, she's so sharp and like cutting, and she'll she'll cut you down. But like, she like. It's so emotional. Yeah, she's all over the place a little bit. Yeah, I'm happy that Corey got the job. I hope that the trial goes well. Um, and in just watching the group, Maloxi is the only one qualified for the position. Like, everyone else can go home. And but I was kind of heartbroken to see Jenna go home. Me too, because it was her first time in the bottom two. Nicole has now been in the bottom two twice. so She should go home. Yeah, of course. But Nicole is
0: like the straw that stirs the drink. And her only real attribute for the show is starting drama and i don't even know what we would like talk about no, but
1: now that nicole's like on the wagon she's not interesting like and she's not good at the jobs she no. should be sent home like jenna, it wasn't fair it wasn't fair and
0: jenna actually did a really good job in other things and i thought the way that she handled the photo shoot where like everyone was having a breakdown no one knew what to do and she was like bethany you ready let's go that's exactly what Bethany's looking for i just think the problem with the show in general is that bethany has not been clear like at all what this particular job is. Because it's a chief brand officer, but the more I'm seeing, like, from Bethany, it's like a Bethany manager-handler job.
1: Yeah, I think it's, like, Bethany's stand-in, almost. Like, head of the company when Bethany doesn't want to be, sort of thing. Got it. But I agree. She's looking for a mind reader. And yes. so far, it's, like, kind of, like, who just has the best idea of what she wants. But I just think that Miloxi is so solid, like, and capable. And she's the only person who, rem- who's in the realm of of what Bethany needs. Hashtag Miloxi or bust. Hashtag Miloxi or bust. Like everyone else, it's it's a joke. It's a TV show. Yeah. And now Brody's back. Like, oh. I'm good.
0: No, and it's like the show never ends. They keep bringing people on, taking people off. I think we've netted like zero.
1: Yeah. No. Totally. And it must be annoying for like Maloxier when she's like, when's my, when do I, when's get my, my job crown? interview? When do I get my crown? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah um okay well i'm so glad that you're all caught up i'm really loving that but i've been focused on the bold type and i just don't know what i'm gonna do afterwards so that's that
1: well we'll keep you abreast
0: of course we will as we
1: always do but i think without further a do 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 speaking of where is do
0: i have some errands to run so he had to stay home
1: it's literally do-do-do-do-do where are you no it's
0: literally do 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 to dos day and he's not even here <laughs>
1: tuesday without further ado here are the fast side stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast
0: and today's episode is sponsored by the hills new beginnings and siesta key siesta key and the hills new beginnings are back on mtv wednesday may 12th starting at 8 p.m so that is tomorrow juliette Want to know what she's up to? She's living the lavish life with Sam, Mm -hmm. her billionaire boyfriend. But will Kelsey rain on their parade when they clash over their rival swimsuit brands? And this season, Brandon, Chloe, Madison, Amanda, and Garrett are trying to move forward. But will their past pull them back under? While Siesta Key is embracing the unknown, The Hill's New Beginnings is all about moving forward. Heidi and Spencer's relationship is put to the test as they realize they're on two different pages when it comes to having another baby. Brody and Audrina are back in the dating pool, but as they start seeing other people, they begin to realize that they may be be ready to be more than just friends. Justin Bobby reaches out to reconnect with his estranged family as he looks to his past in order to settle down and plan for his future. Plus, a long-awaited reunion years in the making with a former castmate you'll have to see to believe. Do you know who it is? No. Do you? Like, I think so based on the commercials. I don't know. Will this Hollywood crew be able to begin again? Find out during the season premieres of of Siesta Key and The Hills New Beginnings. Starting Wednesday, May 12th. That's tomorrow. At 8, only on MTV. Wednesday, May 12th. That's tomorrow. The season premiere of Siesta Key and The Hills New Beginnings. There's so much going on in the world of Siesta Key. I mean, like, we've been
1: waiting for the show to come back for so long because of the the changing of the guards and, like, Juliet really, like, having it all. And I'm so excited to watch her. She's been through so much the last few seasons. Like, it's her time. No,
0: and I'm obsessed with her billionaire boyfriend. Like I'm
1: obsessed. Like, I just want everything that's coming up, Juliet. Like, and I it, and finally, for the Juliet stands. this is our season. I think so, too. It feels like. No. Except that Juliet and Kelsey are on the outs, which I do not like.
0: No, I know, but... And I really did enjoy them as friends. But when it comes down to it, like my allegiance is always with Juliet. So like, I really don't care.
1: No, no, no. My allegiance is with Juliet. But Kelsey was a really good friend to her.
0: I know, but I, until she wasn't. Like when she went behind her back to like talk to Sam, like that was so fucked up. Yeah, damn.
1: Okay. Well, first story, some crazy news. Portia Williams is engaged <sighs> to Fallon's ex, Simon Grubadia. It took me literally 20 minutes to figure out what i was reading because I know. but I'm then like when fallon? it said, when it said fallon and i are not friends yeah Torsha confirmed on Instagram that she's engaged to Simon after posting a photo that sparked rumors of a betrothal. She said, Our relationship began a month ago. Yes, we are crazy in love. I know it's fast, but we are living life each day to its fullest. I choose happiness every morning and every night. Tuning out all the negative energy and only focused on positive wishes, he makes me so happy and to me, that's what matters most. She said that she had nothing to do with their divorce, which they filed in January. January. She said, Fallon and I are not friends and Simon's divorce has been settled. Our relationship is a positive love loving step forward in everybody's lives no and i'm
0: sure that's like fair i'm sure he was divorced or whatever but like this is just so close for comfort and i'm literally thinking like could she not have found anyone else than like a castmate not castmates but she was on the show and it seemed like they were prepping her to be like a friend of or maybe eventually a housewife but i don't know now that she's not married to Simon, is she, like, no longer interesting? I don't know.
1: Or so, did she just become interesting? But, like, I think it was his money. No, but, like, now it's Portia's fiancé's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is what we need. Like, yes, we were just
0: recapping the Atlanta reunion yesterday. Just feeling, at least for me, like, it's just kind of stale with this whole Kenya-Portia drama. Since day one, they haven't met. Like, it's just, like, they haven't jived. It's just, like, kind of old and boring at this point. But this... Now this is a real find.
1: This is a real story. Yeah. It's really crazy. And I liked Fallon when we met her
0: briefly this season. I thought she was stunning. Yeah. And she kept her composure for the most part when Toya was saying like the most vile things about her.
1: Yeah. So between Toya, Fallon, Portia, Simon, I think we've got a really good next season. But this is just really shocking. I'm happy for Portia that she found love. I just
0: fucking love Portia. Like nothing she could do could make me... Not like her. So I trust her judgment here. I'm sure there's more to the story, and I can't wait to find out on season 13 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I know,
1: but you'll be waiting a long time. I know. Almost as long as we waited for siesta key. I know. But we waited for siesta key for so long.
0: But Mazel Tov's are in order for Portia Williams.
1: Yes, and Mazel tov is also in order for Laverne Cox, who's taking over as the host of E's Red Carpet after Juliana's exit. Things are shaking up at E! The network announced on Monday that Laverne Cox will take over as host of E!'s signature red carpet coverage. She will assume the role beginning with the 2022 awards season. In addition to hosting live from E! The advocate, actress, and Emmy-winning producer will host a series of celebrity-based interview specials spotlighting major players in the entertainment industry who are making waves in Hollywood. She said, I'm so excited and deeply humbled to be hosting E!'s iconic red carpet coverage. For many years, I would wake up early on award show days... And I accidentally clicked on an ad. (laughs) For many years, I would wake up early on award show days, get my snacks in place, and watch E's coverage all day long, she said in a statement. I dreamed of walking red carpets. Now, not only have I had several fun and amazing personal red carpet moments, I also get to be a red carpet guide for E's discerning audience and chat with my colleagues and folks I deeply admire for these very special events in their lives. I can't wait to get started while hopefully serving up fashion fantasies for the ages, honey. Okay, I have so many thoughts Mm -hmm. my first thought is that I love this selection I think that
0: like these jobs are so iconic in entertainment history you think of Joan Rivers you think of Juliana Rancic and so I think for it to be Laverne Cox who is a trans woman of color is like everything of the sort I do feel like Laverne Cox is, like, a little too famous for this job. That's, like, Jennifer Aniston taking the job.
1: But, like... She's talent. My question is, like, yeah, she's the one that's usually walking the carpet. Is she going to interview herself? So, it does feel like, in a lot of ways, this, like, might be, like, a step down for her. Not in fame, but just in, like... In, like, the work. Like, it's a she could just walk like And now when there's an award show she used to just like show up and like have a great time but now she's like working Working. the show yeah i feel like it would be more preferable to just like sail down the red carpet no and
0: like keep winning emmys like she's an actress by trade yeah now the other thing is that like you know there's so much that goes into being an interviewer you know and i think it's actually a lot harder than a lot of people think and most people who have found success in in like a Julianna Rancic I've been interviewing people for years and years and years so I hope I imagine there'll be some sort of um like learning curve with Laverne because you have to retain so much information like E puts together these binders you have to know everything
1: about everyone and it's just it's not just talking like it's yeah it's a real skill yes it's it's like the practice of it plus that x-factor talent like can you talk to people but it is also like the studying yeah. memorizing the p- producer in your ear right. like having your next question ready like it's also a job right and those
0: jobs they're so rare when they come up they usually go to like the next person in line waiting who's been doing it for years and that's not Laverne so I'm just I'm very curious to see how we start I know she'll be great but yeah it'll be
1: interesting it will be interesting but we also won't see it till 2022 and like I just that's in so long
0: and also I don't know if this is a story today but there's like awards drama there's
1: awards drama because NBC will no longer be airing the Golden Globes I like feel that I feel it, too. Like, I hope this is a trend. No, I think it might.
0: Uh, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is, we've been talking about it for years, how award shows are so, like, out of touch and outdated and they're on cable. Like, Gen Z doesn't watch award shows. Like, nobody fucking cares. So I think that this might be, like, the initial dissent into whatever the next phase of award shows is because they just feel so outdated.
1: Yeah, or just another network will pick up the Golden Globes and it will just be... I, I
0: really don't hope so. I no, really don't I want
1: really don't hope so. I hope everyone's like, yeah.
0: Well, can you imagine NBC, like, on a Prime Sunday giving up three hours of their telecast for five people to tune in?
1: No. I, that I, sucks.
0: That's, that's just bad business.
1: Yeah, but it's not about the shitty numbers, which it really should be. It's about controversy within the HFPA. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's the controversy? Um... That there's a lack of diversity within the members of the foreign Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood Libra, foreign, foreign, press. foreign Press Association and other um, like statements of controversy and stuff like Interesting. that. Yeah. So not about the ratings. But like I said, think,
0: award shows are just kind of not like so out of touch.
1: You know who should host the award shows? Elon Musk. He should host everything. Is this a piece of ice in my mouth or a strawberry? I can't see.
0: Ice. Okay, good. I'm like, I'm drinking the strawberry refresher.
1: And it's good, but like these strawberries. I don't like live fruit in my hey, in I don't my like live items. fruit, period. <laughs> so I agree. I've had to like live fruit due to um, my Pritikin eating plan. What's dead fruit? Dead fruit, I guess dried. Oh, yeah. You know, but um, I like fruit flavored. Like, for example, I just had a blueberry yogurt. And this brand did not put blueberries. Oh God, did you see my finger? That's the sugar from your drink. Oh, my God. Did you see that? That's the sugar.
0: I'm tremoring. Oh, my God. I cannot... This whole journey with the Starbucks is, like, really fucking me up. That was weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. I do not like that.
1: Um, what was I saying? Fruit. Not myself. Pretty good. Oh, fruit. So, some yogurts, like, they put fruit in the, like, fruit pieces in the yogurt. And, like, people really like that. That's I think disgusting. It's, I think it's so twisted. I can, Soggy? I can stomach a blueberry in the blueberry favorite yogurt, but a strawberry? Sick.
0: No, also, Sick. that's, like, um, those fruit bars, like, uh, popsicles, that have real fruit in them, like, I'm not picking up an ice cream bar for real fruit. Sick. Sick and twisted.
1: Yeah. Are you ready for our next story, a little podcast
0: news? I'm always Wait, is it the podcast news that's brought to you by Hair Food? Yes, it is. Wow, that's crazy. Hair Food offers simple, superfood inspired products that will make your hair look and feel amazing. Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, Hair Food has a recipe for you. In addition to their beloved nourishing coconut milk and chai spice collection, you've got to try some of their new recipes. They have the apple cider vinegar hair Apple cider vinegar vinegar is so good for your hair and their product is perfect for days when your hair needs a gentle cleanse before conditioning. There's no shampoo needed. They also have a turmeric and almond oil detangling mix because Detanglers just not only for children Like adults get detanglers too And this product takes care of most The most stubborn knots and it reduces frizz They also have a shea butter and pear Color repair concentrate It makes overprocessed hair look vibrant And healthy and they smell so good Every product is free of sulfates Parabens, dyes, mineral oils and is certified by PETA as cruelty-free. So it's never too late to start taking care of your hair. The apple cider vinegar um, rinse is everything of the sort. All their products are made so well. They smell good, they feel good, and you will see a visible difference in the texture and the feel of your hair. So if you're looking for a nourished, healthy hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. That's hair food sold at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. Also pronounced Target.
1: Love it. Okay. Welcome to the podcast industry. Dave Chappelle. Yes I saw! His new podcast dropped at 12.01am on Tuesday called Midnight Miracle. The comic hinted on social media that the podcast is coming out May 11th but we hear more specifically it'll be available Tuesday one minute after the clock strikes midnight so that would have been like 10 hours ago. Um, the Luminary podcast from Chappelle, Talib, Kweli, and Yasin Bey was recorded during Chappelle's 2020 summer camp in his hometown of Yellow Springs, Ohio. Hmm. The venue where it was recorded was dubbed the shack a mechanics garage retrofitted as a clubhouse. That's funny. So this is very exciting news for the podcast. Industry. It's
0: huge. I mean the king of comedy and stand-up is entering our little you know industry.
1: Like so
0: so exciting. So exciting. I think this was a great idea for Luminary or whoever. It's a great get for them. Dave Chappelle is like a cultural icon and honestly there's so much going on in the world and you never really hear from Dave Chappelle but he's so smart and I always like when things are going on I'm like what would Dave Chappelle say about this and I think this podcast is hopefully moving forward going to be that just that so i um, I think this is great for a multitude of reasons it's great for the industry it's great for the consumer and it's just fabulous
1: yes competition rewards the consumer this is great it's just really surprising I don't know why I'm so surprised like because I really he's so talented like he he does not need to serve up episodes once a week yet right. here he is about to do it
0: it's surprising because Dave Chappelle's whole image is like this air of mystery like he doesn't really have a social media he does shows every now and then and they're always kind of underground he's very low-key living in Ohio so his whole brand is like you can't never find me you don't know where I am but a podcast is very here's where I am is very exposure yeah which yeah. I think is it's great um but you're right it does seem like an off-brand thing to do but podcasting for the most part is mostly comedy like there's every comedian has a podcast like, they kind of go hand in hand like when you say comedian and podcaster, that's like one job. You
1: think so? Yes. I feel like not for the icons, like I no not for the but icons. for like the people on their way up and the people on their way down.
0: Yeah, the I don't know you, at I the think top. I'm, I don't know if I'm on my way up or down.
1: I think it depends on the day for us. Hundred
0: percent. After the Miley thing yesterday, I'm like so up. relevant. I'm so relevant. Like the Gen to Zers. To the
1: moon, toast to the moon. They didn't even know who I
0: was, and now they do. Like, can you talk about a successful PR stunt?
1: Yeah. Toast to, to the, the moon, moon, baby.
0: Yeah. No, you're right, but. It just, it is a natural thing for people who are funny. Podcasts, that's like a natural next step, whether you're huge or not. So it does make sense. I'm just, like, surprised. Mm -hmm. In a good way. In a great way. Can't wait to listen. Can't wait to listen. Have you been listening to the Jemay podcast?
1: No, I listened to some of it, um, but I didn't listen to all of it.
0: So if you guys don't know Chris Lilly, who is an Australian comedian who wrote Summer Heights High, Chris, uh, Jemay, private school girl, Jonah from Tonga. He's a, super funny. He has all these different characters. And he has a podcast now as one of his most successful characters, who is Jamee, private school girl. She's like this really bitchy high school Australian teenager. And the podcast was, I listened to the first episode only. I need to like catch up. I loved it. Like, It was just so stellar. And it was hysterical, and I miss Jemay all the time.
1: Miss Jemay all the time. No, I don't listen to that many podcasts. Me neither. Because we're constantly podcasting. There's not that much time left. And if I'm ever working out, I listen to music. Like, But yesterday, I got my eyelashes tinted. That's a great time for me to listen to podcasts. And the one podcast that I like so much, that I'm always telling you is so funny, yeah. is Sophia with an F. yeah. I feel like you guys have similar sense of humor. She's just so, so funny. And so whenever I get a chance to listen to a podcast, I usually go with hers or Joe Rogan, depending on Um, the guest. guest. By the way, Dave Chappelle was just on Joe (gasps) Rogan. But for me, uh, like if a podcast has a video component, I'm watching the video. I'm not listening as a podcast. So his video only plays in the Spotify app on your phone. And if you close it? No, but like I want to watch it on my TV. Because if I'm watching a video, I don't want to watch on my phone. I want to watch on my TV. But you can't watch the the video podcast, podcast video on the Spotify app on your TV. So it has to be a really specific instance where I have to like really go out of my way to be like, I'm going to sit down in front of my phone for three no, hours. No, you can
0: AirPlay it. You have Apple TV. You just AirPlay your phone.
1: AirPlay Spotify app? Yeah. To TV?
0: No, just like screen mirroring your phone. To the Apple TV.
1: Oh, my gosh. Call me Tim Cook, baby.
0: No, call me Tim Cook. I gave you the idea.
1: <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. So, I, yeah, I really like Joe Rogan and Sophia with an F. Oh, my God. By the way, I will definitely, when I have some time,
0: listen to Dave Chappelle on Joe Rogan. That yes. probably sounds fabulous. Yeah.
1: Do you ever listen to other podcasts?
0: Um, no. But I did uh, listen to a few episodes. I think it's called Hey, Babe with Chris DiStefano from Guy Code. He hosts a podcast with Sal from Impractical Jokers. I thi- No, no, sorry. No, no. By the way, everyone's going to laugh at me. That's not... I wish I didn't say that. Like, I actually want to die. Wait, sorry. <laughs> That's not who it is. That's not who it is. Hold on. Hold on. Just like... Oh, my God. I'm so... Sal... Oh, no. Sal. Sal and Chris. Sal Vulcano. Is he from... Yeah, he's from... Okay. Is he from Impractical Jokers?
1: I don't know. Hold don't on. Know. Let me
0: just look it up. Sal Vulcano, a comedian... Yeah. Okay. 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 He's okay. Oh my God. I feel so much better. And they had this sound go viral on TikTok because they, they put clips of their podcast up on TikTok. And it was so funny. Chris Stefano was talking about how he's like packing something up in Tupperware and he called it Tupperware. And Sal was like, go back. What did you just say? And he's like, Tupperware. Tupperware. And he's like, Tupperware and he's like tub and he realized his whole life he's been saying Tuberware instead of Tupperware, and that's what got me into the podcast. This is a very long answer to your question. So I listened to a little bit of that podcast but I really don't listen. besides TNN I don't really listen to a ton of other podcasts. It's just based on the guests.
1: Because between all the time we spend recording podcasts and listening to and our like editing in yeah. our wheelhouse like that's just all the podcast time you've got.
0: 100%. But uh, Lauren has a new episode out I think from last week that I haven't listened to yet with like a millennial dating company. Coach, yeah. which I am married, but I think I need to listen to. Yeah,
1: I want to know, like, what the millennials need to know about dating. Like, what's the latest and greatest? I have no idea. Because I'm always giving dating advice to people, but I'm not sure if it's outdated.
0: A hundred percent it is. You're literally the most, like, traditional person. Um, and I'm always giving dating advice to people when I have absolutely no right to be, seeing as how I've been on one date in my life.
1: But you could argue that you're so good at dating that all it took was one date for you and all of a sudden snatched up married.
0: You could argue that, but you would
1: be wrong. Why? <laughs> because it was just like You did a, it so good, like... But I didn't, and it was, like, messy, and,
0: like, honestly, it was just, like, the universe really helping me out, you know? You think. Finding Ben on, like, day one. That was just, like, a huge win from God. Like, you don't things. think it could have been
1: anyone on that date, and you just would have, like, knocked it out of the park no. married? No. I don't think so either, honestly. Yeah. But um, it's a fun fact about you. Yeah. Perf- like, it's my You have a fact. perfect dating record. Mm-hmm. One 100- for one. 100%. One for one. Okay, ready for our next story? It's a little fashion news. Mm, as the fashion, well, as the Maxine myself, um, I'm ready. No, you're going to be excited about this because House of Harlow, Nicole Richie's brand, just launched a collab with Sophia Richie. They're finally collabing. that's cute. For their first ever collaboration, the Richie Sisters co-designed a spring collection for Nicole's fashion and lifestyle brand, House of Harlow. The line available exclusively at Revolve. I didn't know that that was exclusive.
0: I did because it's the only place. I I wear a lot of House of Harlow. It's very size inclusive. And I have only seen it on Revolve. And that's where I get it. I didn't know that that
1: was like a decision that was made. I just thought it was a coincidence. Offers pieces that reflect Nicole's signature 70s bohemian aesthetic and effortlessly cool designs inspired by Sophia's personal style like two of the most stylish gals on earth but very different
0: aesthetics yes like sophia is very like gen z like like modern instagram modern And Nicole has maintained this like flowy boho, that's why I like it, all the clothes are flowy, boho, you know, gold jewelry vibe bangles since she started the brand. So I'm interested to see what the final product is gonna be.
1: Yes, Nicole said, from the beginning of House of Harlow, I imagined it a place where my family would come and create if they ever felt a desire to. Sophia has an incredibly unique, cool, and effortless sense of style. And it felt natural to incorporate that feel into the spring collection. This is one of those things that now that it's happened, I'm like, how How did did this not happen sooner? How did this not happen sooner? Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to check it out yeah me too um speaking of Nicole Reaching, not to make it about you no I I think that we should <laughs> make it about me so tell us what happened to you
0: so I know you guys know I've been doing this coffee review and I've told you guys yesterday how I meant for it to blow up on TikTok which it hasn't yet but I'll get there um but it's really blown up on my reels like almost all of them have been like hitting a million views which is really great um and it's you know kind of attracting a lot of celebrity viewers one of them being nicole ritchie who asked me to try her beverage which was a plain black hot coffee which i did try this morning the video so is going to be Nicole later says it you'll drink it of course nicole ritchie could literally tell me to eat duty pureed with a splash of milk and i'd be like yum this is delicious i love milk <laughs> i love milk and duty um ew yeah i know i just like thought of duty in a blender stop Stop. And then, like, splash it So, that video will be up like a little bit later, but yeah, I don't know. I might be getting too famous for this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> you but... might have to start finding my replacement.
1: Okay. We should ha- host a show like The Big Shot with Jackie O. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be, like, a really cool, fun yeah, idea. Yeah, when you, like,
0: try out different people for a host. And, like, the different activities are, like, reading from a teleprompter, reading ad copy. No,
1: but, like, or, like, we are vlogging together. Yeah. Like, just, like, some really fun stuff. That's a good idea. Such a great idea. Are you ready for our fifth and final story, a little biz news? Merger news. Okay, but it sounds like
0: since the fifth and final story is a little biz news, you do not have the Beverly Hills taglines as a story today.
1: No, I don't. You're right. Can we just go
0: through them really quickly? Yeah, of I course. feel like that's what people want to talk no, about. No, you're
1: so right. I'm so RDH. That's okay. And I'm so sorry about that. And I have a lot to say about them. all of them because I was like a little uninspired by all of them. Me too. Okay, okay here we go. Kyle Richards. This town is a game of chess, but no one's taking this queen down. It's fine. It's very Kyle Richards. For me, it's perfection. 10 it's, out of 10. Hits every point. Like, references... It's an homage. References old taglines. References old storylines. Being like, friends with you is like playing chess with Bobby Fischer. Yeah, like, in this town, da-da-da. Yeah, no, it's so... Kyle, if you, it's not a Kyle tagline if it doesn't reference the town. Right. I would have maybe liked to see her reference, like, family because her sister's coming on, but it's fine. Still, oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Still, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Do you 10. think that's
0: a direct threat to Kathy?
1: Actually, I'm going to give it 5 out of 5 because I think, like, there should be 5 criteria and she hits them all. Okay, 5 out of 5. Lisa Rinna.
0: Oh, 0 out of 5. I hated this one. My
1: lips are legendary and they will never gloss over the truth i'll give it a two yeah it's just like
0: so played out at this point and honestly for the past few seasons you actually have glossed over the truth because you like didn't want to be like the big drama queen anymore she made a conscious decision to kind of pull that back in so it's not entirely factually accurate unless
1: she's like not glossing over the truth when it comes to erica we'll see well, we shall see garcelle if you want a starring role in my life you better drop the act it's pretty cute. I like it. I'm going to give it a four. It's a nice play on words. I'm going to give it a
0: three. I just really liked hers last season. Life's an audition. And honey, I am getting that part. Yeah. It was just great. Mm-hmm. Um, So this is like
1: a little bit of a step down for me. Dorit, this one hurts. Yeah. Dress like there's no tomorrow. And then tomorrow, do it again. So I would have given this a four if I hadn't... Given Dorit the most perfect tagline on a silver platter, and I'm in just in comment section. I'm just going to assume, and I know that she saw it because she then used it as a caption. I'm going to assume that they had already recorded their taglines, and it was yeah. too late because what mine was, was better. Mine was, I may not always be on time, but I'm always on point. No, it's really good because she's always late and she always looks amazing. This Dorit one, like honestly, I think you're
0: giving like way too high scores. This is also like a three out of five. They're yep. not bad, but they're just not great.
1: They're yeah, they're not great. Sutton. Anyone who doubts my exquisite manners can kiss my exquisite derriere. Okay, I didn't like the way she pronounced derriere in the thing. It's like derriere.
0: <laughs> and, and I don't know, I just like didn't like it either. Like I like the homage to her southern roots. I just think it could have been worded more playfully. It doesn't sound right.
1: More playfully and like more eloquently? Yeah, it sounds weird. I agree. And okay. also, like if she's talking about her manners, she's also talking about her derriere. It's like a little oxymoron hello yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Pot. you're the kettle you're black. crystal yeah
1: oh crystal yes hollywood is full of pretenders and i slay them all
0: what's with the slay like is that a is her husband like i'm trying to think there's a reference there
1: i don't know i like feel slaying. like that's we have to see the the season to know like are people pretending around in the season because okay, like, that and sucks she's sla- and she's slaying them that sucks <laughs> Okay,
0: but maybe if I understand,
1: yeah, no, so without context, maybe they own a sleigh company. Like I don't know, I'm trying to figure it out. Fifth, I'm sorry, It's not the fifth. Fifth and (laughs) final story, Erica Jane. Oh, the strongest substance on earth isn't diamonds; it's me. Okay, I also have to give that like a one out of five. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) And I like the message
0: because it's going to be a difficult season for her, and she is very mentally tough and strong, and she will get through it.
1: Message of Erica Jane is strong i endorse execution i approve this message but execution zero it stinks like and and the thing is is that beverly hills
0: it's the crown jewel like and they the editing the outfits the trips the teasers like it's all always top tier and this was like for me it's
1: okay i would say overall the taglines get a three out of five yeah i agree Mm mm-hmm Um, also whenever we talk about taglines now, I I don't know why, like, you know, a tagline is living in my head rent free, which (laughs) I may be cut from a different cloth,
0: but but it's it's top top quality quality fabric. fabric. (laughs) Every
1: time I hear that on housewives, I I cringe a little. I literally chuckle every single time. Speaking of New Jersey is on tonight. Can't wait.
0: Um, no, there's so many like ones that live completely rent free in my mind. And a lot of them are from Beverly Hills because they really set the standard. I fought too hard for this zip code to go home now.
1: That is the most desperate <laughs> time of all time. 100%.
0: I'm an
1: enigma wrapped in a riddle.
0: riddle and cash. cash. And but that was such year, a strong. This year
1: it should have been I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle with no li- cash. And legal bills. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle and, and I need cash. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Um, no, I mean, I feel like Erica is going to be fine. Going to be fine. I feel like the fi- the buzz around it is probably bigger than like what she's probably going, going through, through. Yeah, but i f- I feel like she is really stronger than diamonds. <laughs>
0: No, she's. I feel like she really is the strongest substance in the world. Sounds like she's just putting together like a science equation, you know?
1: Justice for the science fair.
0: Justice for the science fair. Maybe uh, that'll be one of her storylines. She's entering in the science fair to and prove sh- what the strongest substance in the world is.
1: <laughs> it's just like really literal, you know. And then Jaggy is also, she, and she, she shows like, up
0: and she's like, "You might have the strongest substance in the world, but I've got the top quality fabric." <laughs> Let me laugh so hard. Because it's also the way that she says it. Like, and you can hear she's like smiling as she's recording it because she's so proud of herself. And it's top quality fabric. <laughs> it's honestly so lame.
1: It's so lame. LeMay. But, like, no, they're all so bad, also ever since we did a deep dive on freedom never tasted so good
0: what oh Ch- Teresa. yeah by the way if you guys are interested in this conversation we actually did a little while ago on the patreon a like deep dive on housewives taglines every like, talking housewives
1: about, tagline of all time we did two episodes over a hundred minutes of us talking about housewives taglines dissecting the person
0: The tagline,
1: their journey, their family. Remember Lynn from OC? Like, there's just so many you forget about. Yeah, so if you want this conversation to go into the archives, patreon.com slash The Morning Toast. It's also just a great way to support The Toast. Always. Are you ready for our
0: fifth and final? The little biz news that's brought to you by BetterHelp? Yep. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. So for me, like some of those things that are interfering with my personal life goals are anxiety, seasonal depression, and those are all things that can be helped with BetterHelp where you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done very securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. Their service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if if needed. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com/toast. That's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all fifty states. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Morning Toast listeners get ten percent off their first month at BetterHelp.com/toast.
1: Love it. Okay. The final story. story. It's a little news. It's a little mergers and acquisitions oh, news. Oh, who's merging and acquiring? Barnes & Noble owner is buying stationary retailer Paper Source out of bankruptcy. Not Papyrus. Oh, uh, that's what I was going to say. Papyrus' cousin Paper Source. Papyrus' yeah. cousin Paper Source. Is Papyrus still in business? I feel like we reported it's like in our old not studio. Not that it's looking good. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen one that's up and at in a while. I mean, and talk just, about since paper source is so similar to papyrus, like obviously papyrus holds a special place in my heart, but I just need to make sure that there is a, there can only store. be one. I think it should have been papyrus, but Elliot investment management, the owner of Barnes and Noble the owner of Toaster Strudel <laughs> said Tuesday it will acquire gift and stationery retailer Paper Source. The acquisition will provide Paper Source with the funding and needs to emerge from Chapter 11 bankruptcy.
0: Well, talk about a tough business to be in selling books and stationery via retail.
1: I mean, this guy just has a death wish. Like, it's, he must be the most stressed man in America. You know what? He's definitely the least stressed man in America because if he was working in a Barnes & Noble, True. then he has a definite sense of calm and I think this move to buy a paper source shows that he's like a man of taste. Like I'm sure that this man is actually the most calm man in America.
0: No, that's fair. I hope that the Barnes and Noble corporate office emulates the same kind of vibes that the Barnes and Noble retail stores do. Because as a published author myself, who has spent many time in the last couple months in Barnes and Nobles, where my book is available, "Girl with No Job: The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster," I can really speak to how peaceful they are.
1: Yeah. So I'm here for this. Like we need stationery stores. They're so beautiful and smart. And, like, the Pinterest bombs,
0: like, they need it. Like, no, there's a no, no real like, community of people.
1: There there really is. And I would just be sad if, if all of them went out. I mean, hopefully someone can rescue Papyrus. I hope it's not too late. Honestly, like, Jeff Bezos should buy it. Like, just throw us a bone here. I totally Throw me agree. a freaking
0: bone here.
1: I totally agree.
0: Like, just do it. Just do it. No, he's gonna start popping up Amazon stationery stores. Like,
1: so how they wrong. put so many
0: Barnes and Nobles out of business and then, like, slapped in the face with an Amazon bookstore.
1: Yeah, but, like... Amazon stationery would never have the heart and soul of papyrus no matter how many how much how hard he tried no matter how many Chanel bags you have you borrow you will never be a lady, be a lady.
0: that's such a good point I'm mm-hmm. so glad you brought that up
1: I just feel like every now and then I remember
0: that I'm a New York Times bestselling author and it's just like a nice feeling you know I feel like yeah. i don't talk about it enough and you guys probably think I talk about it so much but I don't know I just feel like I wanted to mention it again today I don't no. know if you guys know I'm a New because York Times we might
1: have someone watching for the first time maybe a Miley Stan and hey, just girly. know when you are calling her Shrek, and, <laughs> and a fat that you should also add New York Times best best-selling selling Shrek fat, New York best to t-
0: New York Times best selling fat Shrek. Okay, and <laughs> I will be referred to as nothing else. Don't get it twisted. Honestly, you know what? Justice for Shrek. Totally, he was a nice boy. He was so nice, thoughtful landowner, <laughs> paid his own rent and minded his own business. Didn't need help from anyone. Didn't have rich parents who owned another local swamp. No.
1: He took care of that swamp all on his own.
0: And he took that annoying-ass donkey under his wing. He rescued animals. Protected him. He cared about our furry friends. What more could he want out of a man? And he loved Fiona no matter what she looked like at the night and the day with the green skin. You know, he didn't care. He didn't care. Love is blind.
1: That's what Shrek said. Shrek was blind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I'm just, like, done with, like, Shrek being, like, the punching bag for fat people, you know? No, I think Shrek is a compliment. I think he's a wonderful man. He has layers. And you know what? Like, he is cutie.
0: Major cutie. Major Sorry, cutie. I'm a chubby chaser. No,
1: and it's, like, what, I'm supposed to want Lord Farquaad? No, yeah, like, this short, uh... Egotistic... Maniac. Karen
0: haircut. We had the Karen haircut? Yeah, ones to talk to the manager. Always. No, like, please, like, let's stop using Shame. shrek stop shaming shrek no let's stop using shrek as a projection of our fat phobic rhetoric
1: well you know what here's it from a different angle what if that miley stan feels the same way about shrek and it was a compliment and it was a compliment
0: look how negative we
1: are look just assuming beautiful it was negative landowner who loves her furry friends oh my god that is me even though i rent you know what i mean <laughs> yeah for sure
0: um that is our show correct
1: that's our show it's nobody else's people might try and say i don't know one person who would they would might want to be say, associated with this <laughs> <laughs> they might say, like, no, that was my show. No, it's, it's our, show. our show. Thank
0: you so much for listening. To the Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the best, five stories that you need to know every morning before you wake up in the morning... Wait, what? Before you wake up and take a bite. Of your morning toast, um, you can... I just fucked the whole thing up. Basically, just go leave a podcast review. The Miley stands attacked our reviews and are probably writing mean things about Fat Trek. So if you're a real toaster, <laughs> can you just write a review because like they're going to try and take us down things. Yeah, that
1: would be actually really kind of you. And you could also watch this on YouTube and airplay it to your TV.
0: Yes, I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow for... Hump day! Damn, I Hump day! Said Friday. Oh, no. Good luck. Sorry.
1: Bye.